It is Tuesday, episode 21 of Two Men in a Shed, Totally Uncensored, Chris. What day is today? Podcast day! Talk to me, my friend. What's going on? Wow, this week has flew by. I've been super busy all this week. You know, I'm trying to get Logan en- enrolled in school. I got some good news. I'm going to lead with some good news here. I like it. Good news. I like leading with good news and just getting some positivity out there. Um, unfortunately, when uh, me and my ex-wife were going through our divorce, Logan took took that with a heavy heart, and he was in third grade, and he didn't apply a whole lot of what was going on in his life, and he got held back. So long story short, he would be a 19-year-old senior, and it kind of oh. gets underneath his skin. So I went and enrolled him yesterday. And where, uh, where at? I mean, over, I know you don't want to put everything out online here. Is it the school we talked about over in Piney Green? No, 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 no. Had to go to a different one because okay. they got rid of their ROTC there. Ah, that's right. That's right. Um, so, so it's the high school closest to where I live. I got you. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so we go in there. We enroll. We got all the paperwork and we get talking. And Logan goes, how many credits do you all need to graduate here? And they were like 22. Well, up there in Goldsboro, I believe it's 26. Okay. He's already got 16 credits. So long story short here is that he's going to be enrolled as a junior. As long as his junior fall semester goes well and he passes all his classes, they're, they're going to make him a senior. So he's going to get to graduate this year good as long deal. as he makes all the stuff. So he's really excited that, yeah, you know, he's going to graduate the original year that he would have graduated. You See? know, he wants to join the Marine Corps. Things happen um, for a reason. So um, he, he's really stoked about that, and that's really good news. Um I don't want to put uh, horses before the car- or the carriage before the horses, but uh, no, the horse. Bef- no, you're right. It's yeah, the cart the ca- before the horse. Yeah. Carriage before the horses. Cart. Whatever you want to call it. I mean, I would ride like to ride around in a carriage. A cart makes it seem like you're exposed to the weather. Well, a carriage makes it sound like you're like buttoned up in there. When I say good. buggy for a shopping cart, you always got to chime in. So there, I chimed in. Well, now. to me, a buggy yeah, is a buggy is something you drive over to sand or you know. Okay, just, you Chris, know. you want to ride in a carriage? Ride in a damn carriage. I will ride in All a right, carriage. Continue on. So, um, you know, we got to wait for his transcripts to come back, but he's been in good standing. He got promoted on his last report card. So I don't see any any problems really unless, you know, something goes wrong with uh, the transcript audit that he won't be a senior this year. So excellent news. I'm happy. That's good. You know, we're it's moving good in the right direction. And I get one kid out of the house and break his plate <laughs> and say, you can return to the nest on holidays, but you can never live here again. <laughs> Well, you he, know? Wants to, he wants to be a Marine. So. Yeah, he's excited about that. So, you know, us being recruiters, it kind of is like, wow, this comes full circle. Now I know how the inner workings of it works. You know, I, I told know. him. I now, told him. Now you can sit there when the recruiter tells shit. It, hopefully, well, most Marine recruiters, I think, were pretty straight up. But if he gets a little shady, you can sit there and point it out. Ah, you're bullshit. Well, I told him, too. I was like, with your birthday being in October and you want to listen in October, that means there's new fiscal year. That means the whole All job jobs list. Are open, yep. The whole job list comes out. So I was like, that's a very positive thing. But I also told him, I was like, you know, until you get designated as a senior, the recruiter isn't going to mess with that you. That is true. So, oh, the Army will, but, yeah, the Marine Corps won't. Yeah. So, you know. Now, uh, also, even if it's later in the year, I had a kid once who um, – I had two kids. Okay, quick, quick story here. Uh, they both were graduating the same high school. They both wanted to be military police. Well, you, like you said, the jobs come out in October. When they go quick, military police go real quick. So well, they got uh, rid of that job. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we talked about it before, but, okay, they didn't at this time. So can I, may I continue? Yeah. Okay, thank you. I mean, here, let me put a point up for you. All right. For so, uh, so, oh, my head already this week. I like yeah. it. 
right. I'm glad you become the official scorekeeper too. I like that. Get yeah. it off my plate. Got a lot of things you know, going. You know, on. you're Mr. Producer, so I, you know, I take what little I can. You know, well, I appreciate that. I'm like the XO to the CO anyway, on this, this podcast. Had two kids, both wanted the same job. Uh, we had no more MP slots, so uh, we had used all of ours. So one kid uh, said, "Well." What else is there? I said security forces. You know, it's kind of like MP, but it's not. And and then eventually, after a couple of years, you got to go to an infantry unit. He was like, "Okay, I'll do that." The other guy said, "I really want to be an MP." So me, you know, being the good recruiter I was, and stellar, e- even though I was catching flack from the top, and they were like, "Get him a job, get get him signed up." I, I told the kid, I said, uh, "I said, dude, don't do it. Wait. I guarantee yeah. you, they'll find you an MP slot if you really want one." Yeah. Sure enough, they found him one. They transferred. They traded with another RSS, and they got him an MP slot. Yeah. So anyway, they both went in, ran into them both. Actually, go figure, because I never really ran into any of my kids. Ran into them both later in life. The one that went security forces was happy. He did it. Loved it. He was with an infantry unit. Was loving life. Ran into the MP. Loving life as an MP. So it all worked out good. So, yeah. But I bring that up That's because. That's a success story. A lot, well, of, a lot of Marines I ran into, I recruited, like, fuck you, motherfucker. Well, I ran into. I had none of them ever cussed me out. I did run into one. I was at the PX one day, and uh, I was in line, and somebody was behind me going, Staff Sergeant. I don't turn around when people say Staff Sergeant, you know, because there's a, there's a shitload of Staff Sergeants yeah. in the Marine Corps. So. Yeah. And he kept going, Staff Sergeant. And I ignored him, and then finally he was like, Staff Sergeant Smith. And I turned around, and I said, yeah. And it was one of the kids I put in. Now, he hated life. Because he was in an infantry unit. He was in 8th Marines. <coughs> and I kept trying to tell the kid, you don't want to do that. I and think Logan's <laughs> leaning towards infantry. I'm <laughs> trying to tell him, don't do it. And like, kept, your life's going to suck. And he kept saying, yeah, that's what I want to do. Because I said, you know it's not like the movies, right? I yeah. said, you don't. You Think of something else. You're a smart kid. He was so intent on it. Anyway, he got sent over to 8th Marines over there. He hated life. Uh, hated everything. He got out after four years. He was done. Well, some, so. some of the guys who scored highest on ASVAB still went infantry. I yeah, had this guy, kid did. He scored high as hell. I had a kid score perfect, a perfect 99, and still went infantry. He got shot in Afghanistan when I was in Afghanistan. Oh, he got shot in his arm. They were guarding some road, and, you know, I was still friends with his, his, his family, so I helped him walk through it all. That's a whole different story there. Well, the very first kid I ever put in the Marine Corps, uh, he scored so high. I think he was in the 90s, I think. But he was high. he was a real very smart kid, intent on on uh and he had a buddy too join at the same time another scenario, his buddy was all about security forces I put him in security forces this kid was all about infantry I was like dude you're smart as hell blah thank and I'm not saying infantry people are dumb I mean we kind of no, want smart people in infantry. no by all, all means you got to have smart people in infantry these are smart guys and 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 a lot of you know they got the courage they, these guys are smart I'm not taking anything away from infantry people what I'm saying is this guy. I said, you could. there's so many other options. I want you to rethink it because these kids watch TV and the movies. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's a, yeah. it's not like TV and the movies. Yeah. So anyway, make a long story short, he went infantry, hated life, would come back on leave and tell everybody to join the Air Force, not join the Marine Corps because he chose the wrong job. So anyway. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, it is what you make of it, too. You can't go in but like, oh, my job sucks because there's a lot of other different things that you could do in the Marine Corps. You could, get, there, there's, there, you could do a B-billet and get out of your right. job once you get a certain right. rank there's just a lot can, of different things move. and there's a lot of different things you could do to make it yeah. you know worth your, worth your while but uh i remember very on like i want to say it's our first or second podcast we were talking about referring each other to uh netflix shows oh, and you yeah. kept saying you know the good george ranter asshole that you are you say well i'll i'll probably watch it but that really means you won't watch no, I it i tried your mind hunter and i didn't like it and uh 
I don't see how you can't like Mine Hunter. But uh, where I'm going with this is that we finally found a show that we both agree on that was was phenomenal. Very good, very good. Phenomenal, and that show was Fear City. Yeah, only three episodes too. Three episodes on Netflix, and it was about the five families of moms. I, uh, well, I told could, you, I love mafia movies, and this this was a mafia documentary, best one I've ever seen. I've watched a lot of mafia documentaries. This one was great because it, it actually had the players involved. I'm talking the, uh, the federal officers, the FBI guys, uh, had all of them involved in it that were telling you all the stuff like how they got the bugs into the car, how they put the bugs in the houses, how, mm-hmm. you know, all that. It was mm-hmm. awesome because they had the actual players in it. It's the best documentary I've ever seen on the mafia. It, it was cool because they showed pictures of, you know, even the old crime bosses. Yeah. Then now they showed the FBI agents pictures of then and now they had that one was first female FBI agent put onto uh, the 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 task force in New York City take down the mob. But uh, it was really good. It was like the first episode was the cat and mouse game where it's like they, they were outsmarting the FBI at every corner, every turn. Now, I thought what another well, thing. Well, well, let me touch on that real quick. And, 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 and the only reason why, because. Here, I'll put another one up for you for no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's not that's a point. That's two to zero. That's not a point. That's this two is to zero. To, this is to enhance the conversation mm. because it was the cat. I say that all the time. I'm just, I'm just talking <sighs> to enhance our conversation. It was now all of <laughs> a sudden you interrupt. <laughs> you interrupt. Now all of a sudden it's an enhancer. It was. It was <laughs> you sound like a Democrat. Uh, oh my gosh! I, I don't really take offense to things, but that one almost hit me to the core there. Oh. But anyway, oh. but the reason why I'm interrupting here is because when you say the cat, so you admit you interrupted. God damn it, son! Well, yes, that's, that's three to zero. That you finally admit you were wrong. All right, well, I'm gonna fucking win this week. Yeah. But anyway, it was the cat and mouse game because before they could only get like the soldiers, but could never tie in, you know. And it was just like a game. I got you. You're going away. You're not telling me. You know, th- there was no there was no reason for anybody to roll over on the mafia because it was all. I mean, they couldn't ever get anybody on anything. It's really. layered. Yeah, it was layered. They could never get to the high echelon, and they were just getting the people who actually did the little crimes. And none of them ever actually did a whole lot of time, so they yeah. didn't. They, they didn't ever roll over. But go ahead. That's why I just wanted to lay that well, groundwork. Well, what was interesting about it was um, that Cornell uh, law professor that mm-hmm. came up with that law, and actually get that law to work. The Rico uh, Rico law. Yeah. Racketeering. Well, well, I'm bringing it up right now. It's, it's, it's racketeering, influence, and corrupt organizations. Where they could get now, everybody. I never knew what Rico really stood mm-hmm. for. Cause I, I know you're not a big fan of um, um, Sons of Anarchy, but in Sons of Anarchy, they the used first, the Rico law. They, and the reason they why they were trying to fight the, the Rico thing. based yeah. on that is because one of the first times they ever used the Rico law was to get the Hells Angels in the 70s. That's where I learned about it because I've read on the Hell's Angels and all that. But it was interesting that Fear City <coughs> did the backstory on how the Rico Law came about, and then once the Rico Law came about, then they, the FBI started having some weapons. I mean, but, but then they just had to prove that this person <coughs> knew about it, this person directed it, and they, yep. you know, they were all tied into it. Like I said, I first heard about the Rico Law when I was reading about the Hell's Angels in the '70s, and that's how they started busting the Hell's Angels motorcycle gangs. So. Yeah, and. You know, you those person who was listening to those tapes, man, their ears had to be sharp because the what the, the snippets they played on the Netflix special, I was just I don't hear shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, and they yeah, probably yeah. enhanced I don't hear yeah. shit. How did they get in this out of this? And like Well, remember what they said, they would have three or four people listen and then they would all compare notes. What did you hear? What did you hear? Yeah. Yep, that's how and then they would all go back and listen to it again yeah. and go, Yep, yep, okay, okay. But then the the mafia was using like code things so they couldn't really tie you know, they had they, to crack the code. They had to crack the code. Like, they would just use street numbers or uh, 
I don't know, the first word of a company, something like that. It would always be a code that they finally had to start breaking the stuff down, like yeah. how they figured out they were in the concrete business because one of them just got smart and looked in the phone book for these words and found that all these concrete companies were named these words, and yeah. that's how they come up. Oh, shit, they're in the concrete company also. Oh. Yeah. Now, now, one down thing I want to say, one thing that kind of turned me off about this documentary is just how they tried to go after Trump and Trump <laughs> Tower. Well, it was you know, they, they're trying to put so, that yeah. spin on it yeah. that here the president was with the mafia, but if you watch the documentary... <laughs> If, if 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 what was it you said it earlier? If the cement price was more than two million, if it was more than two million. Only five companies were allowed to bid on it. So you got these five companies that are ran by the mob. Right. So they already they already picked and choose who who's going to get contracted to what project. You know, so that one would upbid, but all the other ones would go severely higher right. than what it was. So right. therefore, that one company would get it, and they were already making money. Right. Like like you said that one time, the project was worth eight million. The guy bid $10 million, All the other companies bid $12, $14, 15000000 million. So they picked a $10 million bid. The mafia made $2 million right off the top right there. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I didn't like how they tried to put the Trump Tower spin on it because when you look at the part that there was that AT&T skyscraper getting built, that insurance company uh, skyscraper getting built, everywhere – where there was construction, the mob was involved. Right. They really tried to tap into like it was only Trump well, and did. a couple, and, of them, and they showed which tr- was bullshit. They showed the Trump Tower like two or three times because that was a nineteen million dollar project yeah. at the time, and they showed that like two or three times. I, I did the, when I, I'm just like you. Whenever they did it, I went. Well, they're just trying to show Trump in a bad light here. Cause yeah, they're just an, trying to put a spin on so. it. But, but I mean, it was true they were involved in Trump Tower. But like you said, there were many other projects in the '80s that they didn't want you to. You know, they didn't they didn't keep highlighting those. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But the covert ops they had, like when they heard something, like when the cable box kept going out and they had control of the TV. <laughs> that was great. And that like was he, awesome. And he walked in. Yeah, he walked in and he called the dude and he's like, still make it mess up. <laughs> and he had that, he had that good, the Guardian mobster yeah, dude. Yeah, like, he had the guy like, hold the flashlight uh, for him. One of the lieutenants holding the flashlight the for him. It was... <laughs> What a great story that is, you know. And uh, balls of uh, fucking steel to go in to do that. Knowing these break. people will shoot you. Well, see, back then though, also, I mean, it still took balls. Don't get me wrong, because if they knew you were planting a bug, they'd have probably taken you out. I'm sure they would have. But back then, the mafia had kind of a code. They didn't fuck with the feds because they knew that would cause trouble. Yeah. They didn't fuck with people's families because you just didn't do that type of thing back then. Now everybody fucks everybody's families. It's yeah, the bullshit. code is gone. But yeah, there, the there used gone. to be a code that the mafia did follow. <laughs> and they also didn't do drugs because they knew that would bring the feds in until the younger guys started dealing the drugs and all that. Like Pa Costellano, if, uh, the Gambino family, if he caught you dealing drugs, he would have you murdered. Yeah, And that's one reason why he was taken out in 85, December of 85, because once he was arrested along with the rest of the Godfathers, uh, the commission, and they were all going to trial, the tapes were going to be played, and then he would have found out that John Gotti, Gotti and his yep. crew was involved in dealing drugs, yep. and they knew that Castellano would have had them murdered, so Gotti and his crew killed Castellano before that could happen. Yep. So. The boss of bosses. Yep. It was great. It was great. It, you know, I did not know that one little detail, neither, when... They were going to do the mass arrest of all the Godfathers the morning, and then they got a tip that uh, the fucking NBC was it, fucking it up. NBC was going, "Hey, we're going to run it on six yeah. o'clock news." Why would you do that? And they had to make that decision right then and there. Go scoop these motherfuckers. But why up. would you do that if you're a news organization? Just because you want to be the first, you're going to say ratings, money. I, that's what I'm saying. It's, 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 I, it just, that's why the media sucks. You couldn't wait till they were arrested. You were going to put it on the news tomorrow morning. They're going to arrest all these bosses. What do you think these bosses? You know they keep an eye on the news. Like Pa Costellano watched it all day, yeah. and CNN first started. He was an avid watcher. 
they, they knew they would they would not be there. So yeah. the the media, even to this day, are still screwing everything up. But. Yeah, wild show. So if y'all haven't saw it yet, we didn't spoil a whole lot, a whole lot. Oh, it, it, it doesn't matter what it, we say though. It's still interesting. It, it's and, so and it's good. Not like, you know, it's not like it's a movie and we ruined the plot. Yeah, it's a great documentary. It's three episodes long, hour each. Awesome, best best mafia documentary I've ever seen. Actually, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, speaking of fucked up media, we're watching right now. Uh, AG. Oh, watching AG Barr testify before yep. that idiot Nadler and the rest of Congress. Yeah, yep, yep. What's going on? Um, what little we've watched already. Jim Jordan came in with a great opening uh, statement. He always does. And uh, I love Jim Jordan. Uh, um, I think I think there should be more senators out there to emulate the way he goes after uh, the left. But he showed a whole five minutes of just. <laughs> Violence around the country. Nonsense that the Democrats won't say anything about because they thought it was helping them. But now they're starting to see that it might backfire on them. So now they're blaming the federal officers and right-wing extremists for all the violence because everybody knows Antifa and Black Lives Matter are just out there being peaceful protesters. And the federal officers are attacking them for no reason. It's, it's such a sham. I know their followers. I know the left-wingers will believe everything they're telling them. But there's got to be some people out there on the left that sit there and watch. That's not happening. That's not true. You're sitting there watching it. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, got, I got a text from a family member yesterday that uh, uh, leads me to believe that people aren't seeing the truth. I don't know. I just don't understand. It's, it's just how can you – it's like – let me how, – how can I compare this? Like you're, you're seeing images on TV, but yet – you know they're pa- playing, um, you know, a Christian hymn over it. <laughs> so therefore, you think it's religious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like you it's yep. it's like you, 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 what your ears are hearing and what your eyes are seeing are so conflicting that it's it's going with the sounds you're hearing, the narrative, and what people are saying. It's just it's well, remarkable how. People can be convinced like this. So it's almost subliminal well, to it, a point. It's it, almost it's it, it. It gets me because I mean, when we were kids, uh, you believed the news. If the news told you, it had to be true, right? Well, I mean, now we, we even looking back now, now that we know what we know now, even then they they were having a little skew to it. it wasn't as bad as it is now. I mean, there was a time you could believe Walter Cronkite before our time. Obviously, we weren't there Walter Cronkite, but but uh, excuse me. But the thing that gets me is they want to attack A.G. Barr today, saying that everything he does is to help Trump. Well, I don't really believe that. Uh, I've seen some of the stuff he's done, and I think what he's done has been fair and honest. But they won't talk about when Holder... Like what? Well, dropping the whole shit against Michael Flynn, because that was all a scam to begin with. It was a scam. That was a scam. So, But th- th- they say he don't, he only did it to help Trump's people. So, And the whole thing with Roger Stone, which A.G. Barr didn't have anything to do with, that was Trump's, Trump's call. A.G. Barr ain't got nothing to do with that. Yeah. So that's, that's my point. But when Holder sat there and plainly said, Obama, I'm, I'm the wingman to President Obama, and I got his back, and then he goes and testifies in front of Congress about the Fast and Furious stuff and re- refuses to answer any questions, and then he's held in contempt, and who, who prosecutes people held in contempt? The Department of Justice, yeah. which he was in charge of, yeah. so obviously that went nowhere, but the Democrats don't see nothing wrong with that. It's hypocrisy is what it is. They're coming after Barr because they couldn't get anybody else. They couldn't get Flynn. They couldn't get the president over all nonsense. So now they're going after Barr. Now it's on to Barr. In an election year, they filed articles of impeachment on him three days ago. That's why they brought him in front of Congress now. They're, they're trying to catch him up in something so then they could try to get rid of him too. 
But he's too smart for them because, first of all, he's going to sit there and tell them honestly. Like right now, Sheila Jackson from Texas, that, that piece of shit, is sitting here asking him questions. And I'd love to know what she's asking him, but we're doing the podcast, so I'm going to watch all this later on YouTube unless YouTube <coughs> decides to uh, hide it like they did all those doctors saying that um, there's a cure for COVID, but they keep taking it off the platform because they don't want anybody to know. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, they don't want anybody to know that mm-hmm. because we can't have a cure until after November. Mm-hmm. Because if we start curing people now, that might help Trump get reelected mm-hmm. right am i right yeah it, it's a shame that it's all it's it's sad the, the game, state of the it's world sad we're these at. people play it's sad the games these you people know. play all because of an election and they're screwing the american people and there's so many dumb people out there that believe everything they're told and they should know by now the past four years you cannot believe what the media tells you you have to go to alternative media like i've been pushing for the past 21 episodes alternative media you can't believe hell half time you can't go with fox news anymore during the daytime <laughs> I mean, you want the truth on Fox News, watch Tucker Carlson. But you, during the daytime, I mean, they're even starting to get bad because you got Paul Ryan on the board, who hates Trump, and you got Rupert Murdoch's sons, who are liberals, running the show now. So so you can't even believe everything you see that during the day now. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, AG Barr is under attack, but so is uh, the Secretary of Education, uh, DeBose. She's under DeBose? attack. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. For um, she's been since the day she was confirmed. Yeah, I don't know if she was the right choice for all that. I don't. I don't really think well, she. Maybe was not because they pick people that have nothing to do with anything and they put them in charge of shit. Uh, it makes you. I don't know yeah, her background. I, I don't remember. But if I recall, she didn't really have a background in that anyway. No, did she? no, she didn't. She was. I just felt like it was a phoned in. You know, like it was one of those things. Here, you, you did me a favor a long time ago. Now, it's like if I ever became president, I'm going to point you to some sort of cabinet position. That. You know. Thank you. I think that was it was one of those type of things, you know, just like um, well, it's like it's like the Loeffler, the senator Loeffler from uh, Georgia. She'd never been in politics, but she got appointed as a senator. And I mean, Trump has never been in politics, but he's the president. So, but my point is, he won an election. She was just appointed because of who she knew. Oh, I That's see. That's my point. There wasn't a runoff or anything there. No, no, no. She was just appointed because the last senator, uh, who was it? I can't remember who she replaced, but. I guess they resigned or something. I don't know. I'd have to look it up now. But anyway, we've talked about her before. She was just because uh, they wanted to, people were pushing for Doug Collins, who's a congressman from Georgia, to take that Senate seat. Yeah. But the the and Trump was pushing for Collins, but uh, the governor of Georgia uh, he appointed this Loeffler lady because of who she, you know who she knew. So. Well, it's a big deal now because schools are coming back in session, just like we led in the podcast about my son hopefully becoming a junior, I mean a senior, not a junior, but um. You know, she, she's talking about this CARES Act money and the relief bill that's on the thing that that money should go to private schools. And I'm kind of torn about this. I was like, mm. but here's my problem with this private school thing is that if they get money off the CARES Act to for education, this, that, and other, to help out the classroom, books, keep the lights on, uh, a variety of different things, all the things schools do, feed the students, that... The, the, the people who were going there could have been affected by COVID. Now they don't have the money to actually go there. But the real problem I have with it is, is a lot of these private schools got PPP money, mm-hmm. and that helped bail them out. So now she's pushing here; they should get more money. I, to me, that feels like double dipping. If, if I don't know the full details of it, but when I look at this issue and read about this issue, I, I had to side with the side that says they don't get any more money. 
especially if they got PPP money. Now, if they got didn't get PPP money, then maybe they need some help out. I mean, fuck, we're bailing out, you know, Rucker Johns. Not yeah, was it Rucker Johns? I don't know. No, what Ruth is. Chris. We we bailed out Ruth Chris with the PPP. Why not bail out these private schools? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, know. I, I, I don't. I, I don't can't like really speak on that. I haven't done any research on that. Uh, I don't like the fact that they can double dip. I think that's 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 no good. No bueno. <laughs> you can't double dip if you go be a postal service person. Now you can't double dip on your retirement. There's there's a mathematical equation they do to even it out to one retirement. So, yeah, I'm not for it. I seen something yesterday post online about uh, a post office worker in West Virginia posting about how they're. They got a new postmaster general, and he's making all these new rules now. He's, he's uh, instead of sending multiple trucks out to make sure all the mail's delivered, he's only saying you can send this many out now. I mean, obviously, it's all cost-cutting measures, and it, you know, this guy's saying no, we're in danger of losing our jobs. Everybody's not getting their mail. It's a federal crime to not deliver the mail. Uh, this, that, and the other. I, I'm kind of torn on the post office. Post office is set up to be. It's not taxpayer funded, first of all. They have to make all their money on what they do. And for years, stamps well, it's, achieve. It's self-reliant. It's self-reliant. It's, yeah. And they've been losing money pro- ever since I've been born, probably. Uh, but they've been losing money for years. Well, I would say since you've been born, I think I think now there's just more competition to well, get Well, yeah, I mean, you got shipped. UPS, you got FedEx, and all that. And the thing is, the well, you post- have fucking drones in cities that were taking and packages and, and give you a point. deliver them. Give you a point for you know? cutting me off there. But well, um, I was enhancing the, the conversation. No, no, you weren't. You were I was making an ha- enhancement of no, the conversation. You were interrupting. No, it only works for but, you. <laughs> but the post office is unique, though, because they handle mail for UPS and FedEx also. You know, they're the only ones who do that. Uh, but the thing is, they've been losing money for years. Now, obviously, it's a cost-cutting measure. They wanted a bailout on the last relief stimulus, and they're looking for a bailout again. And, and, okay, this guy's complaining this, that, and the other, but shouldn't we treat it as a business? If you're losing money, shouldn't we uh, make – shouldn't we change it up and, and maybe make some changes to it? I mean, uh, remember when the post office only delivered mail Monday through Friday, and now they do Saturday and Sundays also? I haven't never got mail delivered on Sunday. Well, because usually it's only packages. You got to, It's packages yeah. on Sunday, so – that's where they catch up on all their packages. But uh, they used to only be Monday through Friday, but now they deliver mail on Saturdays and packages on Sunday. Is it my turn now? Uh, yeah, There's a law there. Yeah, I can, I, can I, can I, can I well, uh, no, add my no, two cents? Not yet, because I'm saying if the new poster master general, if he's trying to make changes to make it a little more profitable, I mean, what's wrong with that? I mean, I hate to see people lose their jobs. I don't want to see people get laid off. But at the, at the end of the day, isn't it a business and you can't just keep operating in the red forever? Well, it it's um it's written into the constitution. That it there, is. There, there it will is. be a postal system, but and it could and be changed. It, that could well, be changed. It, it could be. Uh, I mean, you got got to amend the constitution, take the post office. But out I, of I mean, but why do we but, got to follow the constitution? Democrats don't on a weekly basis. Now all of a sudden we want to follow the constitution. But okay, go ahead. I'm, and I'm not against the post office. I'm, I'm just proposing a question. I'm not saying anything bad about the post office. Well, the question is, is that the business scheme that the post office was running under is archaic and, and antiquated. Antiquated, not working. And, and it's just not working. So <clears throat> the solution is, is, especially right now, we're talking about this new relief package. They want to get millions and billions of dollars. I ain't going to say billions, but it was, it was millions of dollars from what I was listening to on the radio to interject into the postal system in order to provide uh, a foundation for mail-in balloting, which is an issue here. But why can't that money just go there anyway? 
Well, to me, you keep, and I'm glad you brought up Mel and Valentin because I just saw yesterday that West Virginia approved that, which really disappointed me, but really not surprised because West Virginia is a weird state. They always elect a Republican president, but they re, they elect Democrats for everything else in the state. And yes, someone's going to say, well, they got a Republican governor now. He was elected as a Democrat, and then he changed his party after he was elected. But everything, everybody else is a Democrat, and they just approved mail-in voting, which is very disappointing and a sham in West Virginia. But my, my thing is, you you just keep throwing money at the post office, and it's not going to help it. You're just putting money down a fucking drain is what you're doing. Is, that's what you're doing. You have to make changes, and apparently this new guy is trying to make changes. And, of course, now the workers are complaining, which by all means they're going to because they're human and people don't want to lose their jobs or this and that and the other. But when you start trying to pretend like you're trying to defend people's right to get mail and all that, that's when I always look at you and like, nah, you're full of shit, dude. You're worried about yourself and you care if I get my mail? No, you don't. Half of it's junk mail anyway. What the hell do I want it for? Yeah. Junk mail keeps the postal I mean, system afloat. I mean, the real shit I get, I get from UPS and FedEx. Well, <laughs> what, what, what the big thing here is to to provide additional funding to the postal system is in the era of Corona where people aren't going out shopping. They're actually ordering things online and there well since then there's been almost a triple fold amount of mail that's in the postal system right now because of the pandemic so now they're saying it's it's one of those things like it's bottleneck right now so Mm -hmm. if you hire more people get more trucks on the road Therefore, it's going to get rid of the bottleneck. But maybe, but you're just throwing money down the drain. Well, maybe a solution is to hire some temp, hire some temp workers to do it. No, I mean, the, I don't have the solution obviously because I don't get deep into the post office. But like I said, if you're just losing money every year, then you got to try alternatives. Maybe the post office is just go delivering straight junk mail. Uh, if they want to stick around, because um, I, I mean, actually, UPS and FedEx, they could pick the mantle up on all this shit. Do they want to get into the junk mail business? Probably not. But there's got to be a way that maybe the post office just quits delivering uh, packages altogether, and uh, because the Constitution doesn't say you get a package, you get your regular mail. But uh, what I'm saying well, that it, is mail. Well, it a is, package it is, is mail. To a point, it but, is. I mean, okay, but. A package from Walmart is not really that important. I mean, I can get that from UPS or FedEx. What the reason is? What I'm saying is, there could be there's things to be changed, as you know as well as I do. In the Marine Corps, we always change things to be more efficient if we were lucky. Uh, There's ways to change the post office to be more efficient. Maybe eliminate the Sunday package day and quit doing packages. I don't know. Or just go go five days a week. But to but to to keep throwing money down down a dark hole is not the solution. Just just so somebody can keep their job. The founding tenet. Of the post office was for the economy. It was so you could live in New York City and mail something to Kansas City. It's to get the money I get flowing. It. I get that. I get that. But right it's now, not, the but post it's office not. seems like an important tenant to the but, economy. But like we said before, they were always self-sufficient. But, I mean, I don't know how much stamps are nowadays. I really don't know. I don't pay attention when I buy them. Because mm-hmm. they've always been so cheap, nobody really gives a shit. Yeah, maybe that's part of the problem. I don't that's know. A, that's dude. another thing that's know. became kind of extinct. I remember when, uh, before email was popular, I actually had pen pals. I got a pen pal right now. Write letters back and forth. Although I'm, um, I haven't wrote as many letters as I've received. Is it a guy in prison? No. Oh. No. But that is an interesting story. I mean, I. You had a guy in prison? No, <laughs> I didn't have a guy in prison, but uh. My second trip to Afghanistan, we got a bunch of magazines in. And one of the magazines was Outlaw Bikers, right? I've seen that magazine. And in, in the back of Outlaw Bikers, you have chicks that are in prison. Oh, my gosh. And there's pictures of them. And I, I thought this one fucking prisoner was fucking hot. You, yeah, I, I can see that with you. So I wrote her a letter. I'm not surprised. I, uh, I did. 
and I became pen pals with this chick in prison. I still have these letters. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Give me a fucking point because I knew you dealt with somebody in prison. I want a point for that. Well, I'm just saying. I just you know, had, you I brought it up. You dealt with you, you know, in prison. We've been friends for so long. You know these stories. Mm-hmm. Never heard that one. But just knowing you, as soon as you mentioned pen pal, I knew you were talking to somebody in a fucking yeah. prison. So she was a chick that she was doing time in Florida, and uh, one of the main ones, main prisons in Florida. So I'm, I'm emailing her, and uh, we're going back and forth. Not emailing her, but snail mailing. And I'm like, "What are you in prison for?" And she's like. And she leads with this same same way all drug addicts lead. I've been clean for five years. <laughs> I've been clean for five years. I'm in jail for meth uh, <laughs> manufacturing and distribution. And oh, I'm like, boy. what? I was like, you know, you got to add in back of uh, um, outlaw biker. And apparently, prison. I mean, it can't be that bad if you have access to the internet and you can get you can become you know. But anyway, well, no, that's why we got repeat offenders because. Uh, <laughs> Prison's a joke to most people. So, long story short, uh, she sent me some pictures of her. They weren't nude, but you know, it, you know, sexy. She had like a little orange onesie on, but so she, she took it off. So she also had access to a camera. Camera, yeah. Wow. So she sent me some pictures, this, that, and other. So, you know, I don't remember that that puke green uh, trailer I lived in. That was um, where? Give me a town. It was in Swansboro. Yeah, you might have been on deployment then, or I think you maybe moved into your house then, and you came out a couple of times. So anyway, long story short, you know when you're coming off ship, you you get a uh, I ain't gonna say change of mail, but then they start sh- sending your mail back to your unit, and so you know me being in charge of you, I had a big stack of letters from her. So she's like, I'm out on pat- pat- parole. If you're serious <laughs> about this, I can get my probation changed. <laughs> To North Carolina. Oh, my God. Can you let me know? Because I really, really am starting to have feelings for you. Can, can you come? Can, can I come live with you? Oh, shit. So I cut it off. But, oh, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely. the postal system does what the postal system does. But here's the thing. Never once did she say, hey, can you put money on my commissary? Can you do this? Can you do that? She never did that. She was just, she just simply talked. You know, and here's the crazy thing, too. Maybe. Maybe she, it did her some mental health good to get a fucking letter from a, a total stranger. And she probably thought she was balling. She was probably in her, her fucking cell block. Like, look, I got a fucking Marine fucking sending me letters. Look, I got a Marine. So, you know, I got a Marine. You may yep. have helped her get through her, sounds like a so, rough time in prison. With but the she, she was kind of a hottie for being a meth head. I mean, if there was a meth head pageant. Having teeth? Yeah. If she had a meth head pageant, I mean, I would say she would be easily... Easily, you know, uh, a semi-final qualifier in a meth head pageant if there was a meth head pageant, you know, so. You got that idiot from Tennessee asking bar questions now, the guy who brought chicken to a Congress thing thinking he was funny. But anyway. Anyway. Okay, so also, hey, talking about Netflix, The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. Oh. You talk about a documentary, dude. Oh. That thing is awesome. Mm. That thing's ten, 10 episodes. I'm on five right now, I, and and I can't stop watching oh, it. It's uh, so good. It, that Michael Jordan is the man. I'm just gonna say Michael Jordan is the freaking man. He changed. He changed the game. He changed the game. He changed the he world. He changed. Gr- great player. He's got class outside of the game. Oh, he, 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 people call him a dick while he's in the game, but hey, he just wanted to win. He wanted to win. Well, he could. He he was the best exactly. shit talker out there, and he fucking and, won. And, 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 and I've read stories where if you pissed him off. 
you regretted it because then he would just go on a run and route your ass. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it where Magic Johnson said they were having a practice at the Olympics, and, yep. and uh, him and Barkley were talking shit, and Jordan just went, okay. And then he proceeded to score like 10 baskets on him and just blew yep. him away. Yep. And then uh, Magic Johnson later on the bus just looked at Barkley and said, I guess we shouldn't have pissed him off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy yeah. was awesome, and that documentary is what? so freaking Well, I like that story, too, when they talk about Kukoc. And, and mm-hmm. Kukos was supposed mm-hmm. to be coming to the Bulls, and Pippen and Jordan were kind of blindsided and, and, on that. Because Pippen was still working on a contract. Yeah, and Pippen's like, Pippen and Jordan were like, we have him. And then, and then they started turning him up, and then next thing you know, all Team USA was fucking him up. And, well, well, and, well, Jordan told him, hey, y'all leave him alone. Me and Pippen got him. And yeah. really, Pippen did it on his own pretty yeah. much. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, I always loved Pippen. I always thought Pippen was, uh, you know, the flip side of that coin on that team. He was... He never got the money he deserved, no, he I don't didn't. think. I was surprised but, when I, mean, I saw that in the documentary. Boy, was he underpaid. Yeah, but yeah. apparently even the owner told him, I wouldn't sign that if I was you. Mm-hmm. But, he, he, but he was worried about providing for his family, so he signed it. Well, I mean, you're coming from that poor-ass town yeah. in Arkansas. Yeah, true. But you know. He, he never got the money he deserved. But now, yeah. And you know what's funny is I don't watch basketball, don't care for basketball. But this is how influential Michael Jordan is because he's the only one that ever got me interested enough to, if he was playing, to maybe check it out yeah. or to read about it. Yeah. And, and even to this day, I'm watching the documentary now, and I'm still just like, this guy is the fucking man. It makes you wonder how many championships would have been <clears throat> won if he never went to go play baseball. Mm-hmm. You know? But he was going through something. You know, his father just died. and you well, know. well, there's also a lot. There was rumor, which I don't know if it touches on it because I'm only on episode five, but there was also rumors that the reason why he left to go play baseball is because he got caught up in gambling and they were going to have to suspend him and all that, and they didn't want to do that to the best player of the game because it would be bad for basketball. Yeah. So he walked away and then went and did ba- basketball or baseball for a while and then came back when you know it was time to come yeah, back. Yeah, great. So I like the – That's the rumor. That I like the story about Dennis Rodman. Did you, have you got to that episode where, that like, episode. where yep. Rodman's yep. just like, I want some time off. Yeah. And he went to fucking Vegas. Went to Vegas. And just and him and Carmen Electra yeah. just fucking banged it yeah. out. And you then, know, and then came back and they thought he wasn't going to be all in and he was all in from one, you know? All in from day one, he, you know, mm-hmm. and I still like Rodman to this day. The things he says, I he, remember he I came mean, out about this Black Lives Matter shit, and he's like, "Give this shit up, this shit stupid." He knows it is. Well, I'll, I remember Rodman around that time period uh, when he got involved with World Championship Wrestling in uh, '98. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and and they, people were saying, "Oh, he he don't take his job as basketball player serious. He's messing with this wrestling because he ditched that game. Yeah, well, he, he ditched that well, game see, to he, go fucking wrestle. See, but they but, but they didn't cover that in the documentary. They yet. do too. Do they get to yeah. that? Okay, because the part that I've seen the part that I've seen so far about Rodman, they haven't brought that up, and I was waiting on it, but they hadn't brought it up yet. So I guess because right now in the documentary they're in '98. So, yeah, I guess we haven't covered that period yet. They're in 98. Well, I didn't mean to spoil it for you, but. So, no, that's fine, because I figured they would cover it eventually. But then when they went and did, because, you know, they're doing flashbacks, and yeah. then they cover his whole career pretty much. But I guess they only covered it up to that point. So we haven't got to that part yet. So I'm, I'm interested in seeing that part. The balls on Dennis Rodman to have this NBA. Because you got to remember, he won championships, too. It, with Detroit. With Detroit. Two years in a row. The bad and, boys. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. These guys, I don't know. I don't watch basketball. The, but you had those few players like Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Oh, the 90s was awesome the, for basketball. The, the, yeah. the 89-90 Detroit Pistons and Michael Jordan that made you at least. And Charles Barkley, even, in 93. I remember watching him in the playoffs. Ewing, Shaq came into the league. <laughs> the, well, I, I, after after that with Barkley and all that, I didn't really get into it again with Shaq and all them. I never really followed it then. But just that period, those guys. Guys made you at least check it out. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 
and and, and just watching this documentary, which I, I, if you're not a basketball fan, I would, I recommend watching it anyway, just to see how Jordan handled himself, how he took care of business. It's not just all about basketball. It's off the court. It's yeah. a, this is yeah. a great documentary. Well, the first episode dropped during uh, Corona. Well, I had read the yeah. reviews on it, and I, you know, they hype everything up. Yeah. But I'm telling you, the reviews. Uh, they don't do it justice. You watch it, this thing is awesome. You get sucked in. Yep. Me and uh, Logan binged it because, mm-hmm. you know, right now, his generation is all nostalgic about the 90s. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was his age, I was all nostalgic about the 70s. Mm-hmm. But he's all nostalgic about the 90s, you know, uh, you know, the footwear, the, the clothes we wore, right. gangster rap. They wore even some weird the, shit back then, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. And I say they because I never jumped into those fashions. Neither, nobody in my family did, I recall, but... They were some weird shit. I remember when Bibbs was a big deal. Yeah. Remember Bibbs? Yeah, like you had I to ne- undo ne- one thing. Never did that. I just I never got yeah, into Bibbs. And I had friends who were into Bibbs. And was it Fubaz? Is that what it's called? Fuba? Fuba? Fubu. Fubu. Fubu is a black company for us by us. Yeah. Okay. 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 I didn't know it was the same the, one. I'm, I'm yeah, not trying to take Fubu away from. Uh, I'm not trying to take away from. Uh, but these companies are starting to make a comeback. Fubu Champion. People were wearing fanny packs. Yeah, fanny packs are back now. Never, never will. But I never wore a fanny pack. No, I'm saying. 90s fashions were weird. Although the older I get, and it like <laughs> when I'm out walking around, when things were open, like at amusement parks and zoos and everything, I could understand using the fanny pack. Oh, that. It oh, seems like oh, a convenience. Oh, no, it would be a convenient thing, but at the same time, yeah. I just could not do it. I think I might rock I, a fanny pack next time I go on like well, one of those excursions. I can like see that. you doing it. I, I, I think I could. I can see you doing it. You know, it'll hide underneath my gut. But you see, know, I just but, tuck well, my gut underneath. Well, now it's a. I'd back, be like a well, kangaroo. No, it's backpacks now. Backpacks have replaced a fanny pack. Yeah, well, backpacks has always been around, and they're so hot, and you know, there's like you gotta get your check. That's just just more material. You know, when I went to I went to West Virginia one time to visit the family, and I was talking to my brother and my mom, and they were telling me about all the meth heads in town, how Charleston was overrun with meth heads, and I said, really? And they were like, yeah, everybody's got a backpack. That's how you can tell them. And they were right. Everybody I see that town, they were meth yeah. They all carried their backpacks because they, they were just roaming around town one place to the next. Yeah. You never know if you're sleeping in the street. You exactly. Know, just, Ridiculous. You know, you probably have your toothbrush or something in there. And just, mm-hmm. you know, if you're crashing at a meth house. Well, if you're doing meth, you probably ain't brushing your teeth. You're losing them all anyway. So. True. I mean, I, I feel like there's some hygienic meth heads out there, though. Not many of them, but mm-hmm. there's hygienic meth yeah. heads. Maybe so. Uh, maybe but, yeah, so. the last but yeah, dance. Last dance is good. Well, I didn't know the last dance was named after um, um, Phil. What's his name? Phil um, Jackson. Phil Jackson. Because his contract was going to be cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. at the very first day of, like, uh, the yeah, season, yeah. he wrote down yep. the last, last dance. dance. Yeah, you're right. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very good documentary. I can't wait to finish it. Well, did I you notice, like, when he was getting interviewed, Michael Jordan was getting interviewed, how his eyes were yellow and this, that, another? His eyes were yellow? What, it, you mean in the present day? Yeah, in the present day. And no, when I didn't notice that. Well, check it out, because they're saying that Michael Jordan might have uh, a liver disease. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah, poisoning yeah, his yeah, eyes yeah. and everything. And then that glass that's set next to him, yeah, yeah. Um, that's Michael Jordan tequila. Him and the mm-hmm. owners of the Bobcats, or I want to say they mm-hmm. flipped it back to the Charlotte yeah, right, Hornets. Yep. They also have a tequila they make. So, and you got to love Michael Jordan. Huge cigar fan. Huge awesome. cigar the, the, fan. The guy is just awesome all around. He doesn't get political. He, they, they, they got mad at him because he didn't endorse that guy in the 90s, the black guy who, uh, who went against Jesse Helms for the Senate. Yeah. Everybody got pissed off about him because Jordan yeah. said, well, Republicans buy shoes too. Yeah, and he did, he, and he said, "I said that as a joke on a bus, and people took it out of context." And his mom wanted him to get involved, and he was like, "Mom, I'm not getting involved with it." 
He goes, I'll send money to the guy, but I'm not getting involved in it. Yeah. Because he didn't want to get political. And, and, and no. But everybody thinks just because you're black, you got to back, back that guy. Yeah. I mean, it's just nonsense. Well, there's rumors he's a Republican. I, well, I remember you mentioned that a few podcasts ago, and I said I said I don't know from what I've, I've heard of things, and I was kind of referring to, but without seeing the documentary first, things I'd heard in the past. So yeah. I don't know, don't know his stance. Uh, all I know is he knew how to make money, he knew how to play basketball, he knew how to have fans like him, and, yeah. and, and you know, and he, he he was the greatest. And every time I see LeBron James, who's just killing himself to try to be better than Michael Jordan. As far as I'm concerned, just in class itself, LeBron James will never surpass Michael Jordan. Yeah. Jordan has more class than LeBron. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but when the numbers and, you know, once once LeBron's career is over, then I think a true comparison of the two can but I still think But I still think people will lean towards Jordan because uh, Jordan didn't piss people off. And Le- LeBron James has a habit of opening his mouth on shit he don't know fucking nothing about. Plus, with his whole hi- hypocritical... Um, stance here on let me dog america but it's okay china has child labor because they're making my fucking shoes yeah. that right there does james in in my, in my point of view yeah. so but well, anyway enough well, of that well, people are going to disagree with that but the the well, last dance will, but those will be the people who don't care about hypocrisy so the, the I last dance so. i like i said i me and logan benched it all in a day we sat there and he's like dad let's watch it again let's watch it again because <laughs> like i said it's great it, it, it's it's oh. it's nostalgia to him oh look hank johnson from georgia is questioning bar this is the guy who thought Guam was going to tip over once all the Marines got stationed there. This guy's an idiot. That's how badass Marines are. We can tip over an island. He actually asked that question. Uh, 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 what's all these Marines get there? Will the island tip over? And he was serious when he asked the damn question. Anyway, so what else you got? Horoscope time! Let's dig it. Oh, well, well, first of all, before you jump into that, I mean, I want to give a shout out to, I mean, we got an email. From uh, Merlin's Pooh again. The, the one we chose through the thousands, thousands and thousands. thousands. And the email is, is two men in a shed, totally uncensored at gmail.com. It's the number two, not the TWO. But, but Merlin's Pooh, who is a faithful listener, he writes, Yin Yang Twins. Just a little encouragement for y'all, still listening every week and really enjoy what y'all do. He says, Maybe I'm remembering wrong, but I think Chris might have mentioned astrology. He was correct. Briefly in one of the podcasts. It would be interesting to take a deep dive into the minds of the guys in the shed and hear all about y'all's horoscopes. Even more interesting to hear about what George thinks about horoscopes. And let's get into that. Mm-hmm. It would also be great to hear y'all talk about movies and music. Hey, we, we've been doing that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorites, shit you stand, new stuff, oldies. Uh, maybe an episode about West and Worst Places y'all have traveled to. I think we're going to cover that this one, aren't we? Yeah, we might talk I, about I like that. that. Yeah. I like that little yeah. subject. Yeah. Uh, just some ideas. He goes, of course, the political talk is always good. Whatever gets George shed ranting. Thank you, Chris, for getting that shed out there. Shed ranting. Because now I hear about that yes. from my wife all the time, too. So thank you. Shed ranting. Keep yes. up the good work and continue to grow the podcast. Uh, Merlin's Pooh, we appreciate your email. Yeah. Uh, we, we like your suggestions. We looked at it, and we're like, yeah, that's what we're trying to yeah. revert to, not be uh, political the whole time. So, yeah, we're going to well, touch mean, on some horoscopes now. I mean, hopefully it was a guy. I mean, we're not trying to assume the gender, well, but right. Merlin is a, is a male well, wizard. You know, I, 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 I'm going with the guys. But wizard. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. So. So you're a Taurus, right? May, right? Uh, I think it's Taurus. Yeah. So I'm going to read your horoscope right here. I pulled this off today. Is this just for today or the week? Or <laughs> no, what? I pulled this off today. This is today's horoscope. Once again, the cards are urging you to be mindful of your sharp tongue. Oh, that's applying to George's rants. <clears throat> Perfect day, I guess. You don't, want, day. you don't want to say something in the heat of the moment that you cannot take back for later. Hmm. For the moment, just a moment, 
Put yourself in the shoes of the other person. Ask yourself, how would you feel if someone behaved in the same manner with you? Let your heart grow with love, compassion, Taurus. I don't like your fucking horoscope right now. (laughs) Know that all... Know that the good intentions you plant now will become magnificent fruits. Cosmic tip. Practice kindness and compassion even with those who trigger you. Woo! See, now... Woo! Okay, first of all, I do all those things. I mean, let's break that. That's weird, right? You want to break it down? Let's break it down. I mean, let's break it down here. The the problem I have with horoscopes is you could write anything and it applies to anybody's daily life. Well, yeah, I'm going to get into that next. Because remember when when I was talking in a podcast before, we talked about logic and, you know, my philosophical shit, you know, that that there's really no bad in the world, that whatever a person does is good in their preview. You were stupid that day. Well, it's not stupid. There's a lot of things to that. There's There's a lot of evil people in the world. Well, from their perspective perspective no, from our perspective you do shit that's not successful or it's that you do shit that's not acceptable in society and you do it anyway and murder people you're an evil fucking person no they do it because it's good from their point it's kind of like pedophiles evil people which we'll touch on that here in a few because i remember you defended them one time but i ahead. didn't defend them i think you did i didn't but we can go there but listen you know it's it's weird how all of a sudden you know the spotlight gets on you and say here what's going to this and talk about you you're not on you're me. quick Spotlight's not on me. You're quick to throw up that shell, that shield, and just deflect, 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 deflect. Spotlight's not on me. Yeah. Well, it's a horoscope that could be written about any fucking body. But we're talking about your horoscope. Yeah, someone just wrote it and said, this is for tours today. Well, could maybe, it, could, it could go for anybody. There, there are professional astrologists out there. Oh, fuck. So, so mindful of your sharp tongue. Woo. That is witty. That could go for that, anybody. I mean, it could go for anyone, but it's on yours. Here, I'm going to read mine. Oh, and, please and, and, and we'll compare. Ready? And I'm then, a Sagittarius. And then I'll tell you how that could apply to me, too. Go ahead. I'm a Sagittarius. I don't know if mine exactly applies to All you. Right, well, let's see. Because I've been thinking about this on my way up when I was driving up here to let's do see. two men and shit. Okay, we'll read it. All right. Sagittarius, by the way, is the best Zodiac sign in covers, the Zodiac. covers December, correct? Well, half of December. Well, yeah. All I, right. I said, I didn't mean, what the, just read it. You need to get spiritual, homie. All right. Sagittarius, your idea of joy includes staying indoors, nurturing your garden, eating your greens, cuddling with your pets, and spending quality time with those you love. Some of you could be thinking about giving your space a do-over. Think art, aesthetics, plants, and crystal grids. When it comes to the latter, though, half-knowledge can be dangerous. Turn to a friend who's always talking about good chai, or good chi, I mean. Good chi. Good chi to understand the rules. <coughs> Let me start over. Good chi to understand the rules of how to bring about shift. My cosmic tip was you're in the mood to give your space a do-over, which is weird because last night when I was laying in my bed, I was thinking about rearranging my bedroom and how I could do that. See, okay, first of all, you, you see why I redid the ad, because you, when you read, it sounds like a third grader. Well, I read yours grader. good. But anyway. Mine, mine, the I only, was a little stumbly there. The only thing I got out I of that whole, my gl- the only thing I got out of that horse, whole horoscope there, you said something about eating greens or some shit? Yes. And because and every, every day on Facebook, you post, I ate salad. I ate salad. That's I all I freaking got out of that with you. Yeah. You could take everything you just read, and that could apply to, that could apply to me. How could it apply I to you? I had salad yesterday. You were not into fucking crystals and shit like that. Are you you're into crystals? I have a couple of crystals laying around my bedroom, yes. 
What the yes. hell are you talking about? I do have a couple of crystals because because I'm one of those guys that's just like maybe maybe this crystal does have a special power. Oh, maybe shit. it does bring something, or maybe it's just mentally. When I look at it, I get that sense of feeling. Oh my! You know, gosh. here's the thing too. Um, let's say uh, cuddling with your pets. Me and Gibbs been hanging out a lot. I hang out with Sako. Yeah, where's he at? Right. Yeah, he, see, he, he's not here. He's gone, gone. He's outside. <laughs> he ain't even in here listening to us. Bullshit in the shed. But here's the thing too. Usually he does. Every time I got into a relationship with someone who's spiritual on the zodiac level, it's always failed. It's always failed because there, there's there there is uh, there's amount of realism that goes into zodiacs, but there's also this faux pas realism that goes into zodiacs mm. and i never wear like a crystal around my neck or anything like this but i've dated a girl before that had her a crystal around her neck and uh you know i just approached her just because i was horny and i wanted some pussy and i was just like hey wow what you doing hey la 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 i started talking to her and then you know we ended up having like this short-term fully sexed up relationship mm -hmm. for two weeks mm -hmm. but she kept saying the reason you approached me because of her crystal because of her love crystal you shitting me. Yeah. And then she would read every night before we went to sleep, like, our, our zodiac signs and our compatibility and apply it. It didn't work, did it? I mean, it didn't work out. But I mean, it was, was it a short-term compatibility? Did it say that? Myself. I mean, I'm not with it right now. Yeah, because you can interpret shit to mean anything you want in any situation, dude. Yeah. But, but go back to the logic class i took we have a list of fallacies this fallacy is called a non-causa pro-causa that class bored me the first time and it'll do it again but go ahead see this is aren't you thinking about becoming a, a real estate lawyer i feel like we shared that conversation no we haven't but yeah. uh now that it's out there yeah that's what i'm looking at doing i already got my real estate license i thought i might go one step further and become a real estate lawyer so if you become a real estate lawyer mm -hmm. you're gonna have to deal with fallacies you're gonna have to deal with philosophy you're gonna have to deal How? with this stuff because it's, it's part of the curriculum if you want to get no, there oh, oh, okay the curriculum okay well i mean to do the actual job, none of that, none of that exists, but okay. Well, I mean, I, I would say definitely it exists. If you can sit there and say there's a fallacy in this argument, by this fallacy and your logic isn't matching up, you're going to win cases. So, yeah, there is real-world application here. Well, okay, okay, I was thinking more of just on the okay, – more of the paperwork than people buying a house. But, okay, but, yeah, if you ever – Then become a paralegal then. No, stop trying to make me do shit I don't want to do. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, no, George. Okay, hey, oh, you know what? See, once again, I'm not deflect, a big believer deflect, in this deflect, stuff. Deflect, deflect, deflect. I'm not a big believer. Deflect. I think you can read anything. Deflect. And this is how people. This is how uh, those people who what do they call them the people that read your lines, your palm, and stuff in your palm hands and all that. Have you ever did that? No, because it's, it's, a, it's a scam. It's a freaking scam. But it's also fun. all they do is take basic information of a person and they fucking turn it around on you and you make. Dang, you knew that. Oh, da, 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 da. oh, oh my gosh. So oh, have you so ever smart. had anything happen that 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 you? The only way you can explain it is divine intervention. That's got nothing to do with uh, palm readers or horse. Jules, posts. that was divine intervention. <laughs> That's got nothing to do with palm readers and freaking. Uh, Storytellers or maybe or, or horse ghosts. or maybe there's some sort of energy there that some people tie no, into. No, oh yeah, people are scammers, dude. No, not people are scammers, scammers, and they take the basic from, knowledge from the of, of everybody shake bones, and they try to turn it around bones, and make you think they know what's other. going on, no. and that's all. That's nonsense. No, dude. all nonsense. Deflection. It's all nonsense. Deflection. It's all nonsense. I'm, I don't want to talk about horoscopes no longer. 
Unless you have something else to add, I'm done talking about your scam. Well, I'll bring shit. your monthly horoscope when it starts oh, in you August. Oh, brought that too? No, oh, in, in August, I'm going to bring your monthly horoscope. Yeah, do that, please. I mean, we, we and, can make that a regular and, part, and, and, and I can tell you how stupid it is. And then at the end of the month, we'll see what came true of it. Okay, let's do that, because I guarantee you, the shit can apply to about everybody. Not your Zodiac. Your Zodiac don't apply to me, because I'm not one of... I do take mindful... You know who I'm talking to? I am kind of mindful. You're you're not. You just say whatever the fuck you want to say. Read mine again. Again? Well, kind of condense it. You know, I bet half the stuff applies to you too. You know, mindful, sharp tongue. For a moment, just a That's moment. You, you got just, that? For a moment, just a moment. Put yourself in the shoes of other. You do person. that. You do that. I do do that. That's what I'm saying. That's yours. Oh, you tell me because I'm, I'm saying that I you do. don't really do that. I do do that. Okay. You, you just said doo doo. <laughs> what, what makes you think I don't do that? Um, a lot of times you just fucking rant and say fucking this and that stupid. Oh, because I state facts. Not always. I facts. don't care what your view is. Facts are facts. You can't change that. But are okay. They facts? Are, they, that. are they facts or are they George's opinion with no, facts? No, they're facts. I only state George's facts. opinion with if facts. If I state my opinion, I always always uh, clarify that with this is my opinion. Do you let your Otherwise, heart grow with facts. love and compassion? Of course I do. Every day. Who doesn't? Every day. Yeah, and you do also. I don't know. I'm starting to become oh, less and less compassionate. Really? Oh, yes. I, something tells me you're going to be like a Democrat and just go opposite of everything that says. Trump Trump wrote this, didn't he? And you're just going to go the opposite. Okay, got it. Why you got to make everything political? Well, because you're you're saying that don't apply to me. You're just to try to prove Know that the good intentions you plant will will become to bear magnificent fruits. Is this is this your way of like when you talk to your kids, say this democratic point of view is bullshit. Maybe, maybe you're planting this magnificent fruit right now. My kids get tired of hearing me talk because I, I, I had one of them tell me the other day, "It's sad that you look at everything political." <laughs> and I don't try to, but if someone's blatantly fucking telling a false narrative, yeah. I'm gonna call them out on. So it. your kids are saying you need to be mindful of your sharp tongue, man. Now, this is because they're influenced uh, by CNN this is, and all this crap. Like man, this zodiac, this horoscope right here has nailed you. But As you, you, it's nailed uh, a lot of other people <coughs> that aren't Tauruses. But okay. You can keep deflecting, okay. though. You want to keep wasting time on this or what? No one's wasting time. I feel like my time's being wasted. No, it's because you're deflecting. Not just, I'm not deflecting. Deflecting. Hey, here's a fun fact. Tell me about your fun fact. Did you know that liquor sales in North Carolina jumped 12% during the fiscal year since the uh, Chinese virus hit? Well, that makes total fucking well, sense. Well, yeah, it does. Because I mean, should I be surprised they by that? Should, they stayed open because why? Because they made money for the state. So, a fucking place you can buy liquor, though. Uh, mom and pop bars. But well, anyway. But you can't buy bottles of liquor. My point is, we've already talked about this, that only places that made money for the state stayed open. Because so, you cannot say that liquor sales are uh, are uh, freaking, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe I shouldn't have had them a couple drinks, but what's the word I'm looking for? Essential. 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 I mean, I remember when they first started it, and I plainly told you, well, shoot, everything I like still open. I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, so maybe it was essential to me, right? Yeah. But was it essential as a whole? No, it's not. It was essential. No. Here's the thing, too. Um, so the state can make money, apparently. I mean, there's a lot of alcoholics out there. And I it would have been higher than 12%, but the fiscal year stopped in June, and this all started, what, March, April? It would have been a lot higher. So you're saying almost, what, March, March, April, May, June, so in four months, mm -hmm. the liquor sales jumped 12% in four months. Mm -hmm. Well, well, that's they said that during the fiscal year, but we all know that it, it jumped up more since they started closing everything else down, so... Unless people just hate Roy Cooper so much. That I like they, to do a podcast they, with Unless 
people hate Roy Cooper so much that they've just been drinking since October crazy. I like to do um, a podcast with a guru on and just have you and this guru go back and forth on this whole. That'd be a waste of time. Nah, I think it'd be interesting. It'd be a waste of time. Baby. Nah, it'd be a waste of time for you, but our listeners probably fucking love it with your, with your mindful. Uh, I might sit that one sharp out. I might tongue. just get in the recliner over here and watch TV while you hash that one out. Yeah. We'll be talking about you the whole time so you can't deflect. What else you got on your notes this week? Well, I mean, you know, Merlin's Pooh wanted us to maybe oh, expand yes. on, uh, you know, the worst places we've no, ever that's awesome. Been. I love that subject. So please go ahead. Run with that one. I, I love this subject. Well, I'm going to start off with the worst place I've ever been was Djibouti. And if you don't know where Djibouti is, it's on the south side of the African Horn. On the great continent of Africa. And when I arrived on Djibouti... Wait, wait, you mean everybody there wasn't happy? Fuck In no. Africa, they weren't happy? Fuck no. Oh. It was a miserable, miserable, oh. miserable, 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 miserable huh. fucking that's, that's place. That's interesting, but go ahead. <clears throat> but yeah, we show up on the beach. There's goat shit and trash. Like, literally, like... Who would ever want to go to this beach? But goat shit and trash. Would you classify this as a shithole? Shithole. De- definitely I would classify it as a shithole. Seems to me like someone else did that last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, and then he got called okay, racist. Yeah. But I'm happy to know that all my stories with George can be turned political. I thought this was a personal experience <laughs> See, that's here. what my kids say. I'm I sorry. this was a personal ahead, experience here. But we all know it's a shithole. Go your ahead. Your sharp tongue. You know, for a moment, just a moment, put yourself in the shoes of others. You know, here's my fucking story. But you just got to just not, not even for a moment. I can't even get the first experience I have with Djibouti out. Don't worry. November 4th, it all stops. <laughs> but it was, it was almost like a, a fucking documentary. I show up, and literally there was African women with their titties popped out and the kids and goats going to the well to get water. Now, the pervert in me was like, oh, wow, there's titties. But it was so fucking hot, I was just like, why in the fuck would they wear a bra? Why in the fuck would they wear clothes, period? It was so fucking hot. I wanted to take all my clothes off because it was hot. So, It's never the good-looking ones that want to go braless, though. I mean, I don't really give a fuck. You know, it was that fucking hot. Oh, I know you don't. I hate the heat. It was so hot there, they gave us malaria pills. These malaria pills, as you know, uh, doxycycline, corline, or whatever they were called, doxies. Anti-malaria pills. They give oh, you, you mean you mean these pills that Trump said would work to cure COVID, and the media and the Democrats say he was full of shit, but now it's being proven that it does? Well, Brazil is issuing all kinds that of... All these doctors that we talked about at the beginning of the program said that it would, but they've all been taken off all the platforms because Democrats don't want you to know this until after the election. You talking about those pills? I, th- I think they're the same pills. They are the I'm same not, pills. Not, they're I'm the same exactly pills. Sure. Same pills. I'm and I'm exactly glad you sure. pronounced it right too. Good, good, good job. I know because I can't say it. So go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I read. Did like, I, did I, make I read like a third too? grader, but I can put a word together. It has fucking almost fifteen letters did, in it. I made that yeah. political too, didn't yeah. I? But hey, got got to do that when you point out facts that uh, apparently the president was right again, and the Democrats don't want you to know that. But go ahead. There's fucking baboons there. There was these big ass fucking sheep looking like the size of llamas walking around. <coughs> Dude, it was so hot that the we had an obstacle course in the water. It felt like you were running in the sun. Y'all That's did how, an obstacle course. While it, was, you were there? it was in the water. What the hell were y'all doing? Training. Why? You don't train in shithole countries. Oh, have, have yes, we do. That's why they gave you the malaria pills because you're in the nasty water. Well, you just never know. So. Ugh. So it was fucking hot. 
And the one time we go to this desert country, the one fucking time we go to this desert company, country, it fucking thunderstorms. Not only does it thunderstorm, it's a monsoon. And you know the, the, the sleeping bag system that they give you, they got the, the one waterproof bag that's supposed to be waterproof that isn't waterproof at all. And here we are sleeping on the ground, which I get it. That's what Marines do and how we train. But fuck it. My, my sleeping bag got fucking soaked. Marines can sleep anywhere. Marines can't sleep anywhere. But my fucking ass is like, fuck this. My ass went down to a porta john. This is no shit. I found the least smelliest porta john, and I fucking sat in that motherfucker until the fucking storm was over. Really? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I did. I got tired of fucking being rained on. I tried to go into those Connex boxes, and they were all rusted out, and rain was still coming in there. The only place I could get out of the rain was in a fucking porta john, and that's what I fucking did. <laughs> Fuck all that. But back to the malaria pills. The sun was so hot. Even if we wore like seventy SPF, especially us white boys, fucking. The malaria was helping, uh, was deteriorating our skin because it kills fucking everything and, and, you know, the protections of your skin. I had one Marine. Shithole country. Shithole country. I had one Marine get so fucking sunburned and blistered so bad, he actually got scars. So, he got to claim down his VA claim. I was going to say, hopefully he got some disability he, out he there. He got some disability out there because scars do count. But then we went to Camp Lemonier. Have you ever heard of Camp Lemonier? It's no. called also Camp Lemonade. I've never been to that shithole place. Dude, it's, it's, never, it's never horrible. It's horrible. You think the heat right now is bad? Terrible. It, it feels like the sun is your neighbor. Mm. It is fucking horrible. Mm. This is why I hate the heat now. It's like a- AC is my friend. If it's too fucking hot outside, I ain't doing shit. I'm going back in the AC. I will stay in the AC until fucking... I hear you. The, so we went to Camp Lemonier. Well, the, here's the crazy thing, too. If you remember when uh, Yemen was kicking off, Yemen was fighting that war yep. against uh, the Houthi rebels. Mm-hmm. And we pulled a, we pulled a, this is how badass the Marine Corps is, is that we pulled a company out of the field in a matter of 45 minutes. When I say there was an order that came down, they, they got India company all gathered around and all the fucking Ospreys started just landing. Boom, well, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Who doesn't want to get out of that shit hole? Well, I mean, but when they say Marine Corps is a force, 911 force, mm-hmm. I got to witness it. Oh, yeah. Like 45 oh, yeah. minutes, we ha- they had all their gear mm-hmm. up. They were on the helos, and they're off to the ship, it, sailing away. It's so funny, because as you're in the Marine Corps, you see everything that goes on, and you're like, man, what a shit show. How in the hell they accomplish anything? But when the shit hits the fan, shit happens. Shit and happens. it happens quick. Yep. So we yanked a whole company out, because they were going to go reinforce the embassy in uh, Yemen. I don't know what the capital of Yemen is, but they were going to go there to reinforce it. And the crazy thing is, is this how badass it is, is that you know you know how far Osprey can fly. The ship already started heading to Yemen. And the, the Ospreys had to catch up with nice, the ship. They nice. fucking and landed, and the next thing you know, within like three hours, that company was right there to reinforce. Mm-hmm. Within three fucking hours, they pulled a whole company of Marines out of the field in the shithole country and put them up. So I kind of felt like the Marines in, uh, in Tarawa where they just dropped the Marines off because there was no major battle until they actually got into the islands of Tarawa. But, yeah, the ship sailed away, and then we got stuck in Camp Lemonade for fucking almost a week until the shit settled down. Mm-hmm. But they were out there doing greater squares, but I thought it was amazing. 
training wise, but when shit hit the fan and America's nine one one force needed forty five minutes, a whole happens. the whole company was yanked up mm-hmm. and they were there within three oh, hours. It was amazing. I saw this firsthand invasion of Iraq. I mean, once once the shit hit the fan, I mean, I was like, I was impressed. Like, man, I mean, these people know what they're doing. Yeah. Even though we all complain, everybody, you know, this why are we doing this stupid shit, this that, that. But when shit hits the fan. You start seeing it all come together, and you're like, man, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. This shit just all comes yeah. together. And then they say uh, one of the drawbacks of being combat is bored, boredom. Dude, we were so bored. You know, like the the, the reinforced aluminum poles that goes up on the, to uh, the sunshade. Mm-hmm. We were sitting there, and we'd take uh, rocks, and we'd move back in, in uh, like yards and see who could hit the pole with rocks, and that's how we were scoring. That's how fucking bored we were out in the field. <laughs> I believe it. Until actually... You know, well, shit went it. on. It was crazy. It was a shithole country. It was. It was just. It was. It was. You know, it makes you be thankful of what America has. We have. You know, mm. running water. We if, got sewer. If you've been to places like this, yeah. not like these idiots rioting who don't yeah. know any fucking better. They don't you know, know who any hate, better. Who hate their country and will burn the flag. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And if you have a if you have a dispute in one of those countries, there's no police force. Period. None. Unless you're in a big city. None. You know, you're handling the shit. Are you going to end up dead? You're going to end up with your ass kicked. Are you going to end up with your property stolen? Yep. None. And that, and that's crazy. That's because that's where, that's essentially where the Democrats want to take our country. Oh you know? yeah, they want it that way. But so yeah. it, yep, to this day, Djibouti is the worst place I've ever, yep. ever, I've ever fucking that. been. Yeah. But Camp Liminaire is the Air Force base, and they had swimming pools. Of course they did. I would. I walked by the swimming pool, and here's all these Air Force chicks in their mm-hmm. bikinis. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you don't really know what the no, fuck's no, going no, on. No, no, no. We just yanked a whole company out of the field. No, no, they don't go outside the wire. Yeah, yanked a whole company up out of the field. That's the. That, when you look at the differences in the branches of service, I would say the Army can relate most to the Marine right. Corps just because the, the 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 nature of it is. The Navy, they work their asses off. Be be a fucking boatsman, mate, on the Navy. Mm-hmm. You are working your ass off. Ain't no joke. Air Force, here you are in the shittiest country I ever fucking been to. I haven't seen anything these guys do. I mean, they- shittiest country I ever fucking been through to, and they're fucking jumping off the diving board and raiding fucking belly flops and shit. Get the fuck out! Well, of yeah, the Air Force. I mean, if you ain't flying the plane, I mean, there's not going to be jobs in the Air Force anyway. You're, you're either working in the warehouse as a box kicker. Or, or you're flying the jets, and uh, most of them ain't flying the damn jets. No. <laughs> I mean, so they got it made. They always had the nice housing, the air yep. conditioning, and all that. But no, we won't ramble on about the Air Force. It was horrible, though. But another cool piece about this, too, was um, in Djibouti, you're allowed to come to shore full firing. What I mean by this is, like, you can't. So you had the AVs come to shore with their coax fucking mm-hmm. guns. You had support going on for the mortars. You even had Cobras come in and flying all from the sea. It was a cool thing to watch because we were up on a mountain watch this whole fucking thing go on. It's just boom, boom. Because no one combines arms like the Marine Corps. Oh, no. You know? And here, here is like the invading force. And then they come in. They drop the doors. And the Marines come out. It was, it was, it was spectacular. It was really cool. Well, it's a cool, cool deal. But it was still the worst country I've been to. Good training. Good memories. Good experiences. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to end on this, though. I was half-tempted... Because, you know, I was out in the field staring at fucking hot, sweaty Marines this whole time. I ain't saying that turns me on, but I, I was not. I was kind of fucking horny. I'm kind of sweating myself over here, so. But there was a rub and tug shack. Oh, stop. There was. There was a rub and tug shack right there outside the little fucking uh, base where we did. Uh, and I was half tempted to walk up there and see, what, see what's going on with this African rub and tug. But uh, 
I didn't. You know, I was thinking, you know, if they live in a country like this, their hands are going to be rough and calloused. Of course. Really? You know, oh, my gosh. Yeah, dude. And, and part of me, it crossed my mind? Then, oh, it crossed my mind. You know I, me. Oh, I know you. Yeah, so. But uh, I didn't go up there. I was tempted a couple times. I started halfway walking up. I was like, no one's really stopping me. I could go in there. But it, it was also known it's like you stay out of there. That's a rub and tug. And I was like, well, I mean, if I go in there, who's no one's really stopping me after I'm walking halfway there. But I never did it. I never did it because that would have been the most pleasurable part of fucking being in Djibouti. <laughs> Some callous hand fucking give me All a rug right. and tug. So, so your worst place was a shithole country um, that CNN and them want people to think is a great place. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know gotcha. if you... I don't even know if Djibouti's on their radar CNN. No, 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 no. That was one of the shithole places. But anyway. So, well, that's good. My worst place I've ever been to is um, California. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that place. But no, seriously. Well, that was one of the sh- I hate California. I hate going out there. I hated going out there when I was a truck driver because you had to wash your truck before you crossed the state line. So, plus, they're the ones who started CDLs. They're the ones who started no smoking in public places. All that shit. So... I hate California, but um, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I can sit here and say Iraq was the worst country I've ever been to, but well, I guess that would have to be it. Now, I'll tell you where. Well, I went to Puerto Rico once. Now, obviously, that's part of the United States, but that was the worst McDonald's I ever went to. Yeah, walked you told in, me yeah, that before. A bunch yeah. of trash everywhere. Us, yeah. they, don't, they don't have sanitation laws like we do here. But as far as country-wise, it would probably have to be Iraq, only because the well, it's kind of hard to say it, though, because, I mean, we were invading the country. So, I mean, you know, we're not staying at nice hotels or anything like that. Uh, no, no, we didn't have camps and all that. But um, but just the sandstorm sucked. Uh, it was yeah. ridiculous. Sand being everything. Yeah, um, and sandstorm. And yeah. it's not the sand at the local beach, you know. This is real soft, real powdery dirt, really, is what it is. Moon dust. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just yeah, crazy. Dust, yeah. it's, if you're walking, there's clouds of smoke. I mean, um <sighs> Yeah, I'd have to say, I, I guess I just have to go with Iraq, because I never went to Afghanistan. Uh, they, they never let me go over there, so I went to Iraq twice. Now, the second time I went to Iraq, we had all the camps set up. I had air conditioning every day. I had a nice place to live. And But the first time, during the invasion, I mean, yeah, that I guess that had to qualify as the worst place ever, worst country-wise. Now, the best country I ever went to, hands down, Japan. Japan is the place you want to go. And I'm not talking Okinawa. No, I hear things. Forget about Okinawa. That's too Americanized. Forget that. Go to mainland Japan. That is the place to go. That is awesome place over there. So. Tell us about it. Yeah. I, I spent a year over there, and I loved every minute of it. I hated to leave, but also at the same time, I learned on recruiting when it's time to go, it's time to go. So uh, even the Sergeant Major was like, you sure you don't want to stay another year? I was like, no, sir, I got to go. He was like, I understand. Did you go to a baseball game while you were over no, there? No, I wanted to. They had the Oakland A's over there playing, I think, the Seattle Mariners. I can't. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I wanted to go to the game, but I didn't make it to the game. I could have gone as part of the little – as part of the little Marine Corps thing, but then they wanted me to wear dress blues and all that, and I was like, I'm not going to do a baseball game wearing dress blues. So, But I should have just got on the bus and went over there myself, but I didn't do it. Uh, but, no, Japan was awesome. They treat they, Those people are nice as hell. They treat you nice everywhere you go. Yeah. Uh, the food's good. Uh, I don't like curry, though. It's big in Japan. I never like curry. Still don't like curry to this day. 
but I just didn't go to the curry house. Oh, I like chicken curry. And you can't really find a good cheeseburger, but since I ran the mess hall on the base, I could make a cheeseburger anytime I wanted, so that was no big deal. But uh, no, Japan, love it. Just love it. Love the culture. If I didn't have kids or anything during that period, I may have stayed over there for a long time. Maybe. You might have got into Pokemon while you were over there. No, no, no. I never would have got into that because I, I, I find that stuff irritating and annoying. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> I would have played my ass. But I'm telling you what. But if you go to Tokyo, Tokyo is out of the world. They got a place in Tokyo, Tokyo called Rapungi. Rapungi, look it up. Google, put that in your Google machine. Look up Rapungi. That place is off the chain. It is out of control, buddy. It's like you could you could do the whole Hangover movie right there in Rapungi. <laughs> it's out of control. Like that, huh? Great time. Had a great time over there. It was awesome. Best year I ever had in the Marine Corps was in uh, Japan, uh, 2011 to 2012, May May to May. Yep. Great time, great yeah. time. So, but yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm glad we uh, talked about it. Now, if we want to tell some more stories and all that, I got a great story that I could tell. It's about a homeless kid I put in the Marine Corps. I don't I know remember, if you remember that kid. I remember, I remember that kid. Well, yeah. actually, wait, no, were you there then? No, nope. you weren't there then. So I you don't. Was too. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. That was my first year out there. You didn't come till the second year. Okay, well, because this was he was a living year. legend. Then, so, well, I probably told you the story. So yeah, but um. But yeah, we could tell we could tell some of those stories, but that one's going to take a take a little bit. So I'm not going to get into that today. Yeah, but um, yeah. Well, second second worst country I've ever been to is definitely Afghanistan, but we'll save that for later. Yeah, I can't you know. I can't really say any other worst countries I've been to. Um, I mean, I went on a cruise not too long ago. Went to Mexico. I'm, I'm not really a big fan of that either. But uh, you just kind of stayed at the resort there. You didn't go out to town. Well, no. I mean, um, on the um, we we went out you know when you make stop at the ports yeah. now jamaica I stayed at the resort but mexico when you you go to the ports and you get off and you walk around the town and you know everybody's trying to rob you and oh we'll show you this that and other you know they if you're an idiot and fall for it then you're paying a lot of money otherwise you're like yeah that's too much i ain't doing that but so really i'm not really a big fan of any place other than the united states so be honest with america you. i gotta be honest with you i, lo- I love japan but I was still happy when I got back to the United States. Yeah, yeah. The most beautiful women in the world is right here in the United States. Oh, by by far, by, by far, far, the most beautiful women. You can sit there and say, mm-hmm. "Oh, this, that, and other." No, the most beautiful women in the world, right here in the United States. The best food in the world is right here in the United States. Because you got everything here. You got yeah, it all. You know, it just so, yeah. America rocks. Mm-hmm. It does. Yes. And that's why you see these idiots on TV who don't know any better, who have been uh, handed everything their whole lives, pr- participation trophies, don't know any better, and they're out there burning the flag on we want this, we want that cuz they don't know any other way of life, so they're stupid. But as soon as they get if they get what they want, socialism and all that, then they're going to be crying, "Oh my gosh, this sucks." So. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm not going to get started on that either, so well, but, uh, yeah, we've been at this now for over an hour. Wow. It doesn't even seem like hey, no, that. No, it doesn't. It just, just flew, flew by. by. Yeah. So I, I don't agree with your horoscopes. Well, I mean, you know, just one one last thing to, you know, caveat off that. The the, <laughs> the whole fallacy, you know, uh, non casa, pro casa. The reason she thought, you know, the reason she thought I was hitting her up was because she was wearing her love crystal which has nothing to do with the fact that I was really hitting her up. So you that's know? what I'm saying. That's bullshit. Yeah. So it's a fallacy. Yeah, it's that's a fallacy. I'm pointing out All a fallacy. Now, next week, yeah. we, I, I, we didn't get into it this week, but I want to get into it next week, is pedophilia. Because apparently that's the new uh, thing of the left. They're pushing it that uh, these people are people too, and uh, you know they should be allowed to do what they want, mm-hmm. which I find very disgusting. But we're going to get into that next week because I believe uh, I'm going to go back to a couple podcasts 
but I believe you were trying to defend these people. I wasn't defending them. It was a mental issue. I wasn't defending them. Well, I'm going to go back and listen because I'm going to find out. You go back and listen. I was talking about sex dolls. I was talking about sex dolls. If if they could get provided a sex doll. Well, I think they should be shot. Well, I'm not disagreeing there or, you know, chemical castration. I get it. I get all that. Well, because first and I'm of with all, that. if people even say, well, they have a type of mental issue, it's not their fault. Okay, well, then these people are not deemed respectable for society. So yeah. why are we keeping them around? So put them in a loony bin. But there has been evidence that sex dolls have been saving children's life because the pedophiles can live out their what they want to do to I, sex dolls? I, I, okay, we're not gonna get we're gonna get we're gonna get into this next week. Okay, because I'm disgusted by this whole thing. I yep. saw a poster the other day that said, "Love is love. Pedophiles are people too." It's, it's, it's fucking bullshit. disgusting. It's, it's way disgusting. It it's it's disgusting. way disgusting. And that's what the left thinks is acceptable. Screw them. So tune in next week because we're gonna have a whole discussion. I'm gonna say it's gonna take up the whole episode no, it's on, not. It's not. on pedophilia. But we're gonna start telling a couple more stories here yeah, about yeah, the Marine yeah. Corps life. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think we're heading in the right direction. We're, we're getting political, but yet we're, we're political light. We've watered it down. We tried to water it down. I mean, I we could talk all day down. on the stuff, but I know people don't want to hear it, and sometimes it irritates me enough to where I don't want to really talk about it much more anymore. Uh, I got a whole lot of notes here yeah. that we've only touched on a couple of them because we're going to slip them in every now and again. If, if, yeah. if it warrants it, like everything I brought up today was a caveat or just segue off of what you said. So, so if um, share with us the worst country you've been to, even the best country um, you've been to. All right, once again, our email is two men in a shed, um, totally uncensored at gmail.com. It's the number two, not T W O. And we appreciate the feedback we've been getting. Thank you, Merlin Pooh. We yeah, don't exactly Merlin's know Pooh. who you are, but um, hopefully, we delivered on uh, you know some entertainment for you. But and our numbers have gone back up, which uh, looking good. We appreciate yep. that. Uh, Tell your friends about us. Do the Chinese virus and various other things. Our numbers went down there for a couple weeks, but now they're bouncing back, which is good to go. Tell your friends about us. You know, um, I got a couple friends out there, truck drivers. Tell your truck driver friends. Um, Best way to kill time driving a truck is listen to a podcast. Mm -hmm. More specifically, two men in the shed, totally uncensored. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? Get some bullshitting going on. Ready to put a cherry on this? I'm ready to get the last out, my friend. All right. Thank you all for listening. And bye-bye. We'll see you next week. Thank you.